Hello and welcome to Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast from Reminder Media, where we bring you actionable advice to help you grow your business so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. My name is Joshua Stike, and I am joined, as always, by Luke Acri. What's up, everybody? And our guest today is an up-and-coming superstar in the real estate world with present financial properties. From Murrieta, California, Kyle works. Uh, Kyle Wade works with another star we've had on the podcast, his broker, Sina Azari. Yes, and if you guys didn't listen to that interview, you need to listen to that because Sina crushed that interview. Absolutely. Kyle attributes his success to his mindset of never giving up and an entrepreneurial mentality of wanting to get better every single day. Kyle Wade, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, Kyle, super excited to have you on. I remember meeting yeah, you at the Disruptor, and Cena mm-hmm. has spoken super, super highly of what you're doing, yeah. and he really describes you as like a, a go-getter hustler. Uh, so excited to have you on, especially because you're newer in real estate, right? Yeah, I am. I am. Yep. So, yeah, and it's going to be, you know, Can't we have lie. people that listen to our, you know, podcasts that are just jumping into the business. I know my brother's yeah. only been in the business for two years. And so I think you're mm-hmm. going to add some really incredible insights to the challenges that you're facing and how you're kind of mm-hmm. hitting the ground running to grow your business. But if you could kind of take a, just, you know, a minute or two to introduce yourself to our audience mm-hmm. and really share with them your story, like what got you into real estate, yeah. you know, how how are you doing right now in your real estate business? What are some of the struggles you're facing? Just introduce yourself to the audience and tell them a little yeah. bit about who you are. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, for everyone to know, since we talked about my, my, I am younger, I'm only 20 years old. Um, I've been in real estate for six months now. Um, prior to real estate, I was in a community college for one year, kind of like a semester, like a semester. Like <laughs> I love it. I went to community six. college as well, man. Yeah. So no shame there. Yeah. Yeah, and school, you know, school isn't for me, but the only reason I was going to school is because I was playing baseball. Like, baseball is a very huge thing in my family. I grew up playing baseball. My brother plays professional baseball. Oh, wow. Um, so that's, yeah, so that's why I was going to school to pursue that. And then I was dealing with an injury for the last, like, still in for the last, like, three years now, a back injury. Um, and so my mind, my mindset was always to become a professional baseball player. But the last, like, two years, I was like, hey, like, you know, things aren't going the way it's planned. Uh, I need like a backup plan, really. Um, and it's weird because it's a very random vision that I had. But when, what brought me into real estate when I when I stopped playing baseball, it was I had this vision when I was a kid that I too was one would be a baseball player, and the other one is uh, we had next to my high school there was this one dirt road with a few like beautiful houses. I had this very random vision of me driving a Range Rover with a suit on, being a real estate agent. <laughs> Dude, it's the weirdest. It's that the weirdest. Is freaking random. Dude, I, I like the Range Rover though. I do like Range it's Rovers, very, man. Yeah. Dude, it's it's very odd. But so, got my uh, the last year in community college, I, I stopped playing baseball. But like, you know what? Uh, I'm just one of those guys who I always need to be doing something. Like just if if, if it's improving myself, if it's taking action on something, I need to be doing something to make money. Right. Try to make money. Um, and real estate was that the options for me and I have a really good friend who I grew up with who got into real estate before I did and he's young too he's my age and he's seen some good good success at his age awesome and it just really inspired me to just jump into it now we here we are six months later awesome doing pretty well no I, I, I think I think we're doing pretty well yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I man. So. so tell us, you yeah. know, because you're newer in the business and, and I'm sure you've heard the stats and this is not to discourage you, hopefully to motivate you. 87% of realtors mm-hmm. fail within the first yep. five years, right? And so what oh, yeah. are you doing in your business today 
to really grow your business or how are you hitting the ground running, you know, to, you know, generate leads for your yeah. business and, and really get buyers and sellers? Yeah, for me, there's a few things. Um, one, to speak on the whole 80, 87% statistic, um, I think a reason why a lot of people do fail in the first year is because real estate, you you fail so much in this. Uh, I'm sure your brother knows, like, you, cold calling, you know, going to meet people. A lot of people don't like to be solicited to. Yep. A lot of times you get told to F off. You know, a lot of people don't know how to deal with, you know, broken contract. Um, there's not a, a, ten, there's nothing a, like your first F you. I mean, I've experienced that a couple <laughs> yeah, times. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it, it puts a lot of weight on you. And so a lot of people don't know how to deal with that. And luckily, I was I grew up playing a sport where there is a lot of failure. So I learned how to deal with that adversity. Um, so that, that's one thing that helps. But the, the main ways I'm staying really growing my business is I, it's a few things. One, I think I'm, we're trying to angle, take an angle at every situation or angle every opportunity. Um, and what I mean by that is uh, everyone's trying to get way, like find out the best ways to get leads. And the, the way I think of it is I want to hit them with every angle that we can. You know, okay. if it's door knocking, cold calling, email marketing, um, going to networking events, like just every angle that we can get. So we're constantly in their face 24 seven because everyone knows at least five to 10 real estate agents um, it's a matter of, can you be in front of their faces at, as much as possible to when the time finally comes to for them to sell, the, sell the house, they think, oh, I, this guy, Kyle just has been emailing me for the last six months. Like, let me give him a call. Dude, then uh, I agree so I, with I think, you a hundred percent. That's what Gary yeah. Keller would say is it's all about that yeah. mind share. Yeah. I, I think consistency, um, is a very vital part of it. Okay. Because I mean, if I email someone, if I have one good cold call, uh, and if I don't follow up with them consistently for the next six months, they're not going to remember me. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I told you. Who are you cold calling? Who are you cold calling? Right now, what leads do you cold right, call? Yeah, so right now it's expired, which are tough. Okay. They, they don't like us. Uh, for sell by owners. <laughs> that's when, like, you know, uh, that, that's when, when you know they know you. Yeah. yeah. They don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, for sell by owners, I've had some really good traction with. So okay. I'm really happy with that. And the other one I'm trying to do is what I've been doing, it's, it's a lot. Um, I contacted my title group and told them to give me a list of every single homeowner in Orange County that owns at least three properties. Mm. If it's investment properties or non-occupied owners. Nice. So I reach out to them um, and say, hey, like, listen, like, um, I realize you own some properties in the area. Um, if you're not getting the money back that you expected, if you want to get rid of it, let's have that conversation. Or if you even want to add to your real estate portfolio, let's, let's have a conversation about it. Now, that's awesome. Have you gotten good response from that? Even if it's not a For close deal, like nurture, like leads in the funnel, I should say. Yeah, I've I've gotten emails, I've gotten contact information, but nothing, not a true like. Yeah, let's actually have this conversation. Right okay, now. perfect. But that no, I still, love that. That one's still in the process. Um, yeah. One, one of the things I would say is like my brother's similar idea. He calls, he gets absentee mm. owner list. So they own properties, you know, obviously, and he'll call those. And he's had some decent success Mm -hmm. with that. I think he's closed a couple of deals this year off of that. I'll have to get the exact number so we can post it in the um, show notes. But, you know, same type of idea that you're talking about, which is calling, Mm -hmm. you know, people who own multiple properties and stuff like that. Or even like you think of abandoned properties. Now, I don't know in your area if there's a ton of abandoned properties. There's not too much. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of non-occupied owners. And I think another thing, too, if any agents are listening, which I'm sure there are, are um, it's for sale by owners. I think it's a really good, if you can find, a, if you can stick to a really good script and get comfortable with it, um, I've found a lot more success in that rather than expired. So where do you expired, get your leads? They, they, 
Where do you get your leads for, for sale by owners? We pay a company from, we pay an online company that uh, gives us all the numbers. Awesome. Do you mind sharing the name just so if, you know, somebody listening yeah, wants yeah, to yeah. look it up? It's called, uh, it's called Vulcan 7. L- love it. Yep. I've heard Vulcan of them. Vulcan 7. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. They do really good work. And they have, like, they give you training videos. They give you scripts. That's awesome. They give you the whole nine yards. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. It's really cool. It's really cool. Do you mm-hmm. use their scripts? Or do you guys use somebody else's scripts or your own? We do use our scripts. Um, okay. The one thing that we, we really try to do is adding our own touch to everything that we do. Nice. Um, even if it's just our style and like our content, it's always just adding our own touch, like that, that personality to it. Yep. Um, so I try to get as more personable as I can with these scripts. No, I love it. When you go like script by script, yeah. And when you go script by script, you can, you can kind of sense that like, oh, you're just reading off a, off a book. Like, you know, if you, if you have a conversation, like if you be a friend with them, they're a lot more open to, you know? Oh, I totally agree. I always tell people, you know, yeah. no Academy Award or Oscar was ever won by a script. Doesn't mean the script wasn't yeah. fantastic, but it's won by an actor yeah, yeah. who takes the script, personalizes it, makes it their own, and mm-hmm. you know puts their own kind of touch on it. Yeah. For lack of that, a better word, that own little touch. Yeah, exactly. No, no, exactly. I, I love it that. Goes a long way too. What's the hardest? You know, so mm-hmm. you're 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 prospecting for sale by owners. What what's the hardest things that you're facing with the for sale by owners that you would share with the audience? Wow. Like what what is the things that you're finding mm-hmm. both good and bad? Um. The good thing is, let's start the good thing. Um, a lot of them, I, I, I thought going into facility by owners that they're just completely against real estate agents, that they just hate us. Um, and I come, I, I found out that a lot of them just don't really know what they're doing. Um, and they have, they have a misconception of what can be done about okay. the whole real estate transaction. Um, so I just think they don't, they're not, know, they're not, they don't have the information needed. Um, but the bad part is that a lot of them don't want to give out their money which I understand. I mean, they've worked hard for the money. They don't want to get it away. Um, and when you try and come tell them that, Hey, like, listen, I can net you more money even after my commission. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to convince someone to see that vision that you have. Regardless of how much you believe in your vision and your plan, it's hard to convince someone that too. Yep. We so I think li- that's the, the hardest thing is, I I agree with you, man. We literally just did a podcast on objections, literally like right before this podcast. And one of the things we Mm -hmm. were saying is that, you know, you're logically convincing him there by saying to them, hey, you know, Kyle, if I net you the amount of money you want to make, even after my commissions, Mm -hmm. would that uh, make you happy? Is that what you would be after? And most people logically will say, well, yeah, if you net me the amount of money after you make your commissions, yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But they still don't want to. Right, correct. But they still don't step forward. And what I was sharing on the Objections podcast was that, hey, the reason why they don't is because it's the irrational fear. It's the, well, they don't believe you can do that or they don't want to, you know, they, they have this irrational fear. So you're dealing with an Mm -hmm. emotional person or an irrational, you know, thing, which is okay. Mm -hmm. We're all irrational when we buy things or when we're scared to purchase things. And and so you have to literally just, you have to call that on the carpet and you have to, you know, I always, I give the magic Mm -hmm. line to people share from your heart. Hey, hey, do you mind if I share from my heart with you? I'm, I'm about to tell you you're yeah. irrational. <laughs> you mind if I share from my yeah. heart with you? No, that, that's a that's a really good that's a really good point too. And it's true. That, I mean, that happens all the time. Like I had, I was calling this morning. Um, I have, I set, I set the appointment. Luckily, so I'm still coming. Nice man. Nice. Um, but it was it was a big property, and this guy was listen. He was like, listen, like, um, I'm not really against agents. Like, I don't mind you. I appreciate you giving me a call. I just don't logically see how you can bring me in more money. Mm. Like my house is beautiful. It can sell by itself. There's just, I'm, I, I get 
your point of the expertise thing, like you have the knowledge, but there's no way that you can bring me even more money. Like my house is only worth so much. And he was like, he goes, you know what? Like send me an email, uh, like some bullet points and I'll get back to you. I was like, dude, like, listen, like I, I, I know you don't want me on the phone, but there's no way and there's no way in hell like, I can describe what we can do for you over an email. Like, I impossible. love that. Like, dude. That's to, you, direct. Yeah. Like you really just have to feel the energy of it. Cause the energy, it, it's the biggest thing. You no, know? it is man. Yeah. Like, if you, yeah. No, keep, exactly. keep going. And I love it. Yeah, and then uh, we we I talked to this guy for literally half an hour just on the phone, um, and he he's not too far. So I was like, listen, like I'm not. I was like, before I give you any information, like I'm not gonna send you an email. I'm being honest with you. I'm not gonna send you an email. Yeah, like, you need to see me in person. You need to see my face. Uh, like, let me just come back just five minutes. Just five minutes. Let me shake your hand. That's it. That's all I want is a handshake. And he's like, all right, man, I'll be home this weekend. So good. Like, I have man. an open house this weekend. You can go. It's an open house. It's still an open house. It's like still like okay like. I'm going to come by. I'm going to talk to you. Like you will see my face that day. Dude, that's the golden nugget. Guys, that is a golden nugget right there that he just dropped. I mean, a huge golden nugget for everybody listening to this Mm -hmm. is, you know, it's not necessarily at that point about the logic. It is about the energy, Mm -hmm. enthusiasm, passion. And you broke it down to being real. Hey man, you're not going to, there's no way in hell I could describe to you what I can do by sending an email. I'm not sending you an email. And that Mm -hmm. sounds almost (laughs) offensive as you're practicing it, but it's not, it's real. It's real. And and that's why that guy perceived you really well is you were real with him. You you were direct with him, real. You shared from your heart, as I like to call it. And he bought that. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean, you know, hopefully we'll have to follow up with you to see if you get the listening, but you, you earned I hope you know what you just did? You earned the right to give him your presentation. So exactly. many other agents yeah. will have given up and not pushed and not and not been real or shared from the heart, and they didn't yeah. earn the right for the presentation, and you did. How many FISBOs are you calling a day? Like, what what is your, could you walk us through so agents can kind of have a benchmark for themselves? Like, how many calls are you yeah, making a day? So, how does that work for you? So the beginning of each month, the beginning of each month is when we usually have, like, this big list. Um, and this, the beginning, of, I'll give you an example. The beginning of this month, the first day, me and Mario combined probably called like 300 people. Awesome. Because uh, me and Mario work side by side. Uh, we called about 300 people the first day. And then after that, it's about maybe 50 to 100, 100 people each. Okay. Okay. So we'll call, because I mean, there's not, there's not too many new first level owners every day. Yep. Um, so what we do, we have a system to where we call the new ones and we divide it up. We call the new ones, which is a good amount. Um, and then we go back and we call the ones that didn't answer in the, in the past. Okay. I mean, those ones add up a lot because not, not everyone answers. Right. Uh, so it's it typically about like a hundred people a day. A hundred people a day. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. How many mm-hmm. appointments are you guys tracking for yourself? I and mean, you know, it's okay if yeah. you're not, but I mean, are you tracking like how many calls no, you have are. to make to appointment? From, I need to do a better job, job on that. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I know Mario <laughs> does a really good job on that. For me, it's about, um, so let's see, last week I set three appointments. Awesome. Um, of three days. So I would say about a hundred calls. A hundred calls to appointment? Yeah, that's not yeah. bad at all, man. Last, last, last week, and obviously all of them are not answering. Oh yeah, a lot of them are not answered. Yep. Um, but last week it was, I spent uh, three days cold calling because it was a busy, busy week for me. Um, but those three days I scheduled three appointments. 
Yeah, that's awesome, man. So you're doing cold yeah. calling, you're calling Fizbos, and you're calling expires. Mm-hmm. Expires aren't going as well for you guys, but um, and then you're also yeah. calling the list of property owners that own more than one property. So that's awesome. Are Correct. you doing any like door knocking? Because you said you're kind of taking the action of you want to be everywhere and anywhere. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point. Grant Cardone was asked a question one time, which really stood out to me, which was, "Hey, Grant, if you got into real estate, what would you do?" And he said, overnight he would become a celebrity and. And, and then he went on this kind of rant that said, I would go to the local radio stations. I go to the local TV stations. I go knock on every door in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And he basically said what you said, which is I'm going to do every yeah. everything to get my word out there because he believes the same thing you believe. It's all about that mind share where Gary Keller says you got to yeah. be number one or number two because they're going to choose either number one that pops into their mind. And chances are they go with number one, but you might have a 25 percent mm-hmm. chance they go with number two. So you got to be yeah. in that moment. You know, you got to be the first in their mind. So door knocking, are you doing that? We are. So Mario has this crazy, crazy plan um, that we, we've been doing. Mario is crazy, let me tell you. <laughs> we're going um, we we to have to tell a, Mario a, to get on the show. <laughs> yeah, he does love his dogs here in the office. He just left. He is locked out. Nice. Um, but what we're doing is Mario has his big atlas, and each day we set out. Um, and our, our farming city, we go out and we pick uh, one or two neighborhoods, and we pick the streets and how we're going to, like, what order we're going to hit the streets in. Um, and that's the plan for today. And then the next day, we pick out a new neighborhood, new street, and that's where we go to. Okay. So we have this, Mario has this big map that we uh, keep in his How has that turned out for you guys, leads-wise? Have you guys generated a lot of leads from that, or how has that been? been Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay, what's your right. thoughts? The way we're looking at, so yeah, go ahead. The reason why, I believe, is because right now we're in the process, we're in the stage of still breaking into this neighborhood. Okay. So, because we just switched up, we just switched up our farm. Okay. Um, And so now we're kind of, this, week was like our welcoming into into the neighborhood gotcha so okay. we didn't really like we didn't really shake too many hands what we focused on was um giving them gifts oh nice for Thanksgiving and christmas okay so we're, awesome. we're sending out um a postcard with a, a local business so they see that um and then coming up the next time with gifts and then after that we're gonna follow up with a handshake and like hey by the way did you see our postcard and go from there awesome Awesome. 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 Yeah. So what's you guys' goal for, as you look, you know, obviously goals are super important. What's your goal for the, for the year in, in real estate? Like what, what type of volume are you guys the, looking for? For the rest of this year or for next year? Uh, for next year, really. Cause we're already at the end. For right. next year, me personally, 10 million. 10 million in volume. Wow, man. 10 million. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It, yeah. It, it, I think, I mean, whether, whether it's high or low, I think it's good to have not only a high goal, but like a reasonable goal too. No, I agree. Um, I, I think, I, yeah. I, I, I agree think you need 100%. to have like a dream goal that people think are like, like that's crazy. Um, I think you should also in your own book have this realistic goal to where it's, cause for me, it's like when I see, like I used to have like this big goal in my, in my room. Um, and I would so easily lose sight of what I needed to do to reach that because it was so far away. Yep. And I couldn't see the end game in it. Mm-hmm. But now when I have like this little bit of a smaller, reachable, attainable goal, if I remind, I, I'm able to remind myself like, hey, I'm this much closer to that goal. It, it's like I can almost feel it. You Dude, that's, I mean? that's another golden nugget right there. It really is. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, people mm-hmm. mistake their big goals. Th- those are really your vision boards and they should yeah, inspire exactly. you. They should be a vision. But you really do need tangible goals and we call them smart goals yeah. here you know specific measurable achievable mm-hmm. relevant and time bound to where you yeah. can hold yourself accountable to because it's really hard to hold yourself accountable to yeah. a vision board even though i, I believe in vision exactly. boards you know if you read think and grow rich exactly. and those you know me things. too me too 
Um, so yeah, I think I, I really think those small goals, yeah, are good. Yep, this, do some smart goals to keep you accountable. So, what has been the biggest struggle? You're six months into the business. You have a lofty goal of ten million, right? You're doing some of the necessary things, and I love picking your brain about the specifics that you're doing because I think everybody listening to this, that's what they want to know. They want to know, okay, what is this guy doing? Yeah. Like he's doing a hundred calls a day, and you're having success in Fizbo's and those type of things. What's been the biggest challenge in your first six months? I think experience. Okay. Just knowledge too. I think um, we're in a business that experience is a very huge thing. And not saying I'm not knowledgeable in this, in this field. I am. Uh, it's just you, you're going against. I mean, Orange County is the biggest, one of the biggest markets there is for real right. estate. Um, and we're going against huge names, and a lot of these guys have like these so much leverage and knowledge underneath the belt and experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one thing that homeowners look for is I mean they're dealing with their biggest financial asset that they have. Um, so a lot of times it's difficult to convince people to trust someone younger to sell their home rather than someone who's 60 years old and has 30, 20 years of experience, you know? Oh yeah, man. I, I feel you, man. I feel yeah. you. I mean, yeah. So, I, mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys that's like, why, why would I trust you? You're 20 years old. So that's why I don't mention my age, like really never. Yep. Um, but it's happened. It's happened. It's like, why should I trust you? Why would I trust you? And what's your kind of strategy right now to overcome that? Because we have obviously new real estate agents. I know this yeah. specific objection that you're talking about. My brother has complained about the same thing. He's, yeah. he's younger. Um, you know, he's just new in. And even if you're not younger, you might be just new into the business. You could yeah. be, you know, this is your second job after retiring, but you're still new and you don't have the experience. Like, what are some of the things you mm-hmm. find that are working? It might not be the magic formula, but what's helping you? What are some of the things yeah. that are working to help you overcome that? Definitely leveraging social media. Okay. Um, leveraging social media, um, using the whole, because there's, there's a lot of millennial home buyers nowadays. Okay. Um, so that's two really ways that you can. So going them. after more um, of a target that you fit into. Wait, yeah. yeah. Okay. That um, makes and, sense. And even with, even with, even with older home buyers or sellers, I should say, um, they have typically they have no idea what social media is. And even when they're, even if I'm competing with a, an agent that has experience in social media, knows how to leverage it if I can come at them with a more of a stronger approach with social media and show her the details and specifics of what we're going to target and how we're going to target it, um, it kind of gives me a, a, a leg up on, on that. No, I love just, that. Just knowing social media. Yeah. I the think ad, knowing how to, well, I think you're building trust there. When I when I look at it and yeah. you're building, I shouldn't even say trust. Trust is not the right word, although that's happening. You're building authority, like altitude. So you're yeah. sharing something with a homeowner that they don't know about. And so, and then yeah, they also, exactly. people obviously attribute social media to younger people. And so they go, oh, well, this kid, you know, when you go, when your computer breaks, who do you give it to? You give it to your kids <laughs> to fix, right? So they're thinking to themselves, well, you're right. Social media is the thing, you know, nowadays. So maybe this kid does know better than maybe the older realtors yeah. that are out there. So I think that's super wise. And then I think you made another great yeah. point, which is, you know, a lot of times, guys, you're not, and I shouldn't say a lot of times, every time, you're not going to sell everybody. Everybody in the world is not yeah. going to do business with you. You've got to find the people right. that fit into your niche, for lack of a better word, that you mm-hmm. specialize in. Mm-hmm. And I think you're naturally yeah. doing that. So I think that's that's really, yeah. really awesome. So Absolutely. another thing is that I want uh, really quick is that um, a lot of these older agents out here too, agents or anywhere really, is that they're so used to uh, just throwing these listings on Zillow and waiting for the buyers to come to them. <laughs> they're so complacent. They're, they're so, so complacent. Yeah. There's so many complacent agents out there 
that if they, a lot of people, they, they, they hear you say that and they're like, wow, like I wonder what my past agent really did to go find a buyer. You know what I mean? If you can show like how you're actively, if if you can show how you're actively going to search for your buyer, um, they really put the deep thought into that seller. Yeah. Well, Kyle, you you attribute, um, you mentioned a lot of your success to this entrepreneurial mentality. And we see this a lot, even in our own business. The more people start thinking about, if this were my company, what decisions would I make? How has that mentality, how has that attitude helped you in the first few months Mm -hmm. here of your real estate career? How do you see that kind of shaping how you approach your business? I think it, it helped me out a lot. I think one, when you have the entrepreneur mind, mindset, uh, you're kind of, you, you block out everything from the outside. Mm. Like all the negatives, all the F off, you get on a phone call, you, you gain this mindset of ignoring it. Um, and that takes away when you, when you adopt that mindset, it takes away a lot of fear. Mm. Cause the biggest thing for me when I first started this real estate career was I was still kind of scared of cold calling, door knocking, going out meeting people, shaking people's hands that I've never met in my life. Um, and the more I adopted this mindset, which I already, ha- I always have had, is not to this, this extent with business. Um, you learn how to just not care. Yeah. Dude, and once I you stop that. caring about what's going on, <laughs> yeah. Dude, once you stop caring about what's going on the outside and just focus on you and regardless of what someone says to you back, it doesn't matter. If yeah. they say F off, screw it. Like, I don't want to work with you anyways. Yeah. Like, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Like, 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 yeah. Yeah. That is yeah, such like, a great, yeah. yeah, that is the entrepreneur mindset yeah. that, and it applies to products too. It's like, Hey, if this, if I can, yeah. I can invent this, I can create that. Elon Musk, man. Yeah, I can does, do anything, right? I, yeah, if you're yeah. doing it, I can do it. Yeah. Exactly. He, he does. I mean, he and, does the most crazy fear, things. Fear holds back so much from people. I think if you can just battle, overcome that fear, I mean, that's when your, your potential goes through the roof. Because yeah. now you're not, nothing's holding you down. That's the only thing that holds people down is fear. Oh, dude, I, I agree, man. And it's a lot of times the fear yeah. of what people will think of your failure. It's yeah. not really even mm-hmm. the fear of your, like, you don't care if you fail. Like, you do, but you can deal with it. A lot of times it's yeah. what other people are going to laugh at you, say yeah. about you, think about you. It's amazing how our yeah. lives just get dictated by the thoughts of others. It's terrible. Absolutely. It's terrible. Absolutely. So, Kyle, what would you say? Are a couple that we always ask on every podcast for the, our guests. What do you say? Kind of two, three things that you're doing every day. You know, when your feet hit the ground in the morning, that are driving success in your business, in your personal life. What are some things mm-hmm. that you've developed into your routine that are driving success? Morning preparation, I would say. Really, just like before anything, um, it's just preparing my mind for my day and remembering the small goals um, for that day. Uh, because you, I used to just wake up, come to the office, get on the phone and not prepare, not role play, not think about what to do for the day. Um, when I was doing that, that's when I got the most like, dude, what, what, what the hell are you talking about on the phone? Like screw off. Um, I would mess up a lot of my scripts and then like midway through the day at 12 o'clock, I'm like, Hmm, like what should I do now? And when I think about that, that's when I do, that's when I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to lunch, you know, maybe. Like, I'm still young. Like, I'm just going to go home and play some PS4 real quick. Like, it's, you know. Um, and when I started developing, like, these, yeah. When I started developing, like, these these morning preparations, my cold calling got better, my door knocking got better, better, um, and my productivity was through the roof. Because now I knew exactly what I needed to do through the day. Yeah. And I have this accountability for myself that I know I need to do it. That's awesome. And so that's why I think, yeah, that, that morning mindset preparation really helped a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, it's such a common thing. Yeah. I mean, we hear so many people saying it, you know, it's yep. just it's taking the time. And, you know, what you're showing right there is a juxtaposition of here's what it was before I did that. Here's here's mm-hmm. what my day is after I did that. And you've you've walked yeah. us through specifically, 
you know, what you're doing every single day with your with your lead generation efforts. So I think it's super clear mm -hmm. in, in what's happening. So I know you're yeah. not you're not like uh, super deep into your career yet. You know, you're still young. But what would you yeah. do? What would you tell younger Kyle if you could change one thing kind of either starting out or or whatever might have been in your business? What's mm -hmm. what's one thing that you would do differently that our audience could could hear and learn from? Um, I think consistency in the very beginning. I mean, uh, when I first started, I think I was really, I was still very ahead with like social media, like my marketing campaigns. I was very good with that. I just sucked at following up. And when I got a lead in, when I got a lead in, Dude, I was everybody like, is. Like, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. You know, I don't think you ever really perfect it. Um, <laughs> but I was like, so, Hey, maybe I was like, should I, is, should I call them? Is this the right time to do it? Um, and I lost a lot of good leads. Mm. If I can go back and get, I would just, if I, once I got that lead, just screw it, call them, like take, take action really. And, and stay consistent with that lead. But I lost a lot of good leads. Yep. Because now so I think, I mean, the value of the pipeline, the value of following those leads through, you're seeing, you're starting to see the value yeah. that those connections, mm -hmm. that that interaction, even no matter how small it is, how do I then move yeah. that to the next stage of my funnel? Now you're starting to see what the value of that is. I think all of us have gone through that for sure. And it's the fighting the natural yeah. tendency of instant gratification. We yeah. all live in an instant gratification yeah. game and we want it right now mm -hmm. and don't realize that, hey man, in real estate, yeah. average transaction is like 14 months or something to nurture a lead. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah. no, that's awesome, yeah. man. I, I agree I, with you 100%. Consistency and take action. <laughs> I freaking I love it. We're thing, like kindred thing, spirits. We're like brothers. <laughs> yeah. One, <laughs> one he has better hair, though. Yeah, he I, does, man. He has freaking awesome hair. No, dude, my, it's crazy. I need to cut it. It's crazy. Um, one other thing, too, man, I've, I've kicked myself so hard for this, is get people's information. I've had, mm. like, I'm still mad about it right now, so I can't talk, like, I'm, I hate talking about it, is I've had such good leads like in person, like face to face, such good freaking leads. Mm. And I was so, I didn't get their information. I just really, mm. I believe that they would call me. Um, and they never called me. So <laughs> I, 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 I've experienced that same pain. Yeah. <laughs> they never yeah. call. And I used to think like, well, yeah, they, you know, they like me right now. They'll like me and, Two hours. They don't. They never call. Back. They, yeah, you they don't even them. remember you. Yep, you got to call yeah. them. Oh, yeah, man. exactly, dude. That's so another I've, golden I've nugget, them. man. There's so many golden nuggets on this podcast. That's another golden nugget. They yeah, ne they good. never call good. you guys. Good. They never call you. No, they never you, come back. Uh -huh. nope. Nope, nope, nope. They don't come. No, back. they never. As much as you think they will, they never come back. Yep. Well, that's awesome, that's man. Thank you so much for being here, Kyle. Before we close out, let people know where they can find and connect with you. So my Instagram is Kyle Wade with two E's at the end of Wade. It's a little weird, but Kyle Wade, I'm on Instagram all the time. That's my primary uh, social media. Facebook, it's just Kyle Wade. Um, and that's about it. Twitter, I kind of use for like personal stuff and Snapchat is more personal. So Instagram, for awesome. sure. I'm always on Instagram. Hit me up on there. Awesome. Check out Kyle on Instagram. Let him know you heard the podcast. And thank you so much for listening. If you like what yeah. you heard today here on Stay Paid, please go to iTunes. Throw us a five-star rating. Make sure to leave a comment. You can also find our podcast in video form on YouTube.com slash Reminder Media. Check out Kyle's hair and compare it to Luke. Let us know. <laughs> comment in the video who has the better hair. Who has the better we hair. We already know I'm out of the running. Dude, let me fix my hair right now. We're gonna we're gonna do this competition. <laughs> oh, I gotta I gotta <laughs> fix I gotta fix my That's hair. Funny. Hey, thank you guys. I appreciate it so much, man. <laughs> Make sure to tell someone else about the podcast today. And if you'd like to get hold of me or Luke, please email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or find us on Instagram or LinkedIn. And of course, you can check out Reminder media on social media we are at reminder media on face on facebook instagram twitter linkedin pinterest 
For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acree and Kyle, again, thank you, man, so much for being on. Guys, I'm going to close out thank with you, this guys. because I think he, you know, has really just reminded us of the criticalness of understanding where you're getting your leads from and tracking your leads and tracking your mm-hmm. metrics, especially when he talks about his, you know, routine of success is really, you know, I boil it down to the word of focus, meaning where your focus goes, your energy flows, as to- Tony Robbins would say. So it's critical that you understand where you're focusing and especially in businesses like real estate, insurance, financial advisors, where are your leads coming from? And so I think the action item for this is sit down and ask yourself, where are my leads coming from? And make sure you write mm-hmm. those out, FISBOs, expires, and then go down and we have a um, leads calculator for this that we'll put in the show notes but then plug in the numbers I make 100 FISBO calls a day and I get one appointment and then all of a sudden guess what now Kyle can tell himself how many FISBOs am I going to have to call to hit this 10 million in volume and you can do the same in your own business guys remember the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every industry is top producers take action so take action on that today 